Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels, episode 197, and we're in Improv Week. Feeling a little bit insecure today because um, when I started Executive Presence Morsels, I always had a buffer of at least 30 and sometimes as many as 60 episodes in advance because I committed to you to deliver an episode daily every weekday for a full year. And we're about 50 episodes away and my buffer is just one episode. <laughs> so the episode um, on Monday, which will be yesterday when you hear this, um, was the only buffer episode I have. So this will be the second buffer episode. So this weekend, I'm trying to record to build up that buffer. Um, the reason why I've gotten behind, I'll share with you a little bit more about that at the end of the episode during the sponsor segment. I've been really busy on some really cool new projects. So um, I've had to um, sort of pause on executive presence morsels, but still committed uh, to providing this to you. So we'll get that built back up. So thank you so much for listening. Today, we're going to talk about um, an improv exercise called the mirror. And you may have seen this where people are moving, one person is moving, and the other person, you know, copies their movement as if you're looking in a mirror. So it could be, you know, like you're waving your arms or moving them up and down. Um, often it's done kind of slowly, so you have a lot of attention. And then you may have also heard um, from a negotiations aspect like Chris Voss or, you know, other communications experts about verbal mirroring and the power of actually mirroring what someone has said to you. So today I'm going to stick to the more physical mirroring and some concepts um, that I've learned from that, and you can actually apply them to uh, interpersonal um, uh, mirroring uh, as well. So uh, when people are moving in a certain way and you watch them, they've shown that in your brain the the signals that go off that that would happen if you were moving are actually start to fire in your brain as well. When you're paying attention and actually viewing them, not just because you happen to see it. So when you actually physically make the movement, uh, it's even more powerful because now it's not just what you're seeing, you're moving as well. And they do this exercise a lot in improv and sometimes when they come and they do um, sort of corporate workshops, uh, you start this weird sort of thing starts to happen where you get into such a strong sync with the person. Think about um, synchronized swimming. Um, think about uh, rowing in crew, right? Where you get into such a sync where it's almost like you don't have to talk and you can just know how the other person is feeling, moving, and anticipate. Um, and it, it's a really amazing thing to experience because I can tell you about it, but unless you actually do it, uh, you, it may not really resonate with you. Um, so if you just go on YouTube and you, and you look up, you know, improv mirroring, you'll, you'll kind of see what that is and you can even try it, uh, with, with a trusted friend or colleague. It's actually a lot of fun, um, to do that. And there comes a point almost where you can almost predict what the person can do before they do it. It's almost like um, if you have a brother and sister or a couple where they're so in sync, they can finish each other's sentences. It's very much that aspect too. Now, why are we talking about this? Is it just because it's fun and it's like a party game? In actuality, 
It's so important to leadership and executive presence. And it's that concept in my six degrees of executive presence of being engaged, right? When you're so engaged with someone and, and that can come through, um, through the mirroring, it's almost as if you become one, like your two minds temporarily fuse into one. You can anticipate people's feelings, their needs, and there's this real sense of moving seamlessly together, again, like synchronized swimming or uh, on crew when you're rolling, uh, rowing. Um, and you can do amazing things together when you have that synchronization that, that you can experience from the mirroring. Now, I'm not proposing you go out and start imitating people. That's weird <laughs> and, and, and probably, you know, not such a great thing to do for your career. Um, but just to understand the concept, when you're really paying attention to someone, when you're sort of physicality can resemble or model them, uh, there's information in that. There's very powerful information because our bodies inform our minds and vice versa. It's not a one-way street. It's actually very much a two-way street. Often we think it's all from the mind and then our body changes. In actuality, um, not the opposite is true, but they're both true. Often uh, what our body is doing is informing how we feel as well. And, and that's why a mirroring exercise um, can help you understand that. Now, we're on a podcast, so <laughs> I can't mirror. Maybe I'll make a video in a future episode where we can uh, try this together. I know uh, I've done it in workshops um, to much success, um, but just wanted to share this concept with you. Um, when you're engaged, when you can anticipate what people are doing, when your physicality and your emotional sense mirrors that of others, you're going to be a much more effective uh, much more powerful leader. And most importantly, people, it'll be because people are sensing it, right? They'll actually sense a change in you. Uh, and it's something I learned quite a while ago um, when some improv folks came to us and showed us this mirroring exercise. So I also encourage you to, to try it out with a, with a trusted friend uh, or family member. It's actually uh, kind of fun. So what I'd love for you today to do today is ask yourself, how long can you focus on another human being with real intention and pure focus, right? In today's overloaded notification world, so many distractions, so many things we can do um, just, you know, at a fingertips glance. How, what is your attention span to actually pay attention to another human being? Not when you're alone and it's easy, but when there's a lot of other stuff going on. Right? Your capacity to do that is actually a superpower, and especially as a leader and as a team player. People who can do that better, that will be recognized as a distinct strength and can uh, help you with your leadership. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for High Potential Underrepresented Professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals 
whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I looked for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic, you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent in leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on Udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Improv Week, episode 198. Today we're going to talk about respect versus reverence. So I want to take you back to my high school years. And uh, if you remember your high school yearbook, a lot of times there was a quote um, you could have as your senior quote. Um, and I still remember my quote to this day, uh, not because it was such an amazing, you know, insightful quote or anything, um, but it was just kind of like something that was kind of me. Um, and it, I think the quote was something like, never take yourself too seriously. You might never get out of it alive. And to a certain extent, I, I still believe that, and I try to sort of moderate my life by that, by not thinking that I'm so important and so serious, always being able to uh, laugh at myself and, and understand that I can make mistakes and I'm not perfect, and certainly um, having loving family members who aren't afraid to make fun of you and tell you when you are messing up, uh, thanks to my wife and son, uh, and also my extended family, that's important. Um, it's really important to have that. Uh, and I think it's really important so you can not just be grounded, but also perform your best because... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty, executive presence morsel. So.